Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot of great headlines to get to, so you know what? Let's just do it. Let's get into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> Would you spend $40,000 to smoke weed and learn pottery with Seth Rogen? Would you? Well, first of all, I wouldn't spend $40 to do it because I'm cheap. I'm sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> but two guys did this. Now, the money went to charity because uh, Seth Rogen and his wife do a, a charity every year. The, the money went to Alzheimer's awareness and caregiver support, which is a great, great thing. But could you imagine smoking weed with Seth Rogen? And also he's teaching you pottery. This is all, all you would hear as you're hanging out with him. <laughs> oh, my God. I, he, listen, he's a funny dude, but that would be hard to be around. But it also, if I guess if you're high, you'd just be laughing right along with him. But you'd be laughing at the fact that he's laughing and you're like, oh, my God, what the hell is wrong with his, his voice? Holy shit. But, hey, the good thing is it went to charity, but I don't think I could handle sitting there listening to that nonstop for however fucking long, and I imagine it's it, you're you're high and you're doing pottery with them, so I imagine it's not going to be a quick session. You're just going to be constantly bombarded with this. That's <laughs> 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 just a little much. It's a little much. Okay, okay. Would you do that? Not for $40,000. I'm not going to put myself through that. But I guess if you have disposable income, I guess it's fine. And, and you're able to donate to charity. I guess that's cool. But me personally, I'm not, I'm not able to do that. Casey Dostert of Michigan claims, claims that he has a, a friend, not like an imaginary friend. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it is an imaginary friend. He is friends with, are you guys ready for this? Are you ready for this? He says he's friends with Bigfoot. I know, I know, shocking. That's shocking. He claims that there's this spot by his house, and it's like this secluded area, and he has this, this rock, and he leaves small food items like bagels, and whatever else, food stuff, for for the, the quote-unquote creature. And he claims, he claims that the creature, the Bigfoot, will in turn leave him simple handcrafts for him as a thank you. What a fucking, what an idiot. No. And it's funny because he sets up cameras right around this area and he has jack shit for footage. He'll like you can see these like glowing eyes in the background, which could obviously just be reflective stickers. It's just ridiculous. 
come on. If you allegedly had this great relationship that he's had for years, allegedly, with with Bigfoot, and you have jack shit for footage of for evidence that he tried to post something and it's like way off in the distance. Like, come on, man. Come on. Bullshit. Another bullshit Bigfoot sighting. Listen, if Bigfoot ever comes to be true, I will be shocked. I will be shocked. Because maybe, maybe it's just me, or it seems like all the people that are really hardcore into book Bigfoot, they have the, the worst fucking evidence. <laughs> it's like, see this dot in the background? Yeah, that's Bigfoot. Is it? Or is it, I don't know, a fucking deer? I, who? God, people giving them gifts. Oh, look at this. Hand. And, the, and I see no, no evidence of what these handcrafted gifts are. Yeah, come on, bullshit. Come on, Casey, you can do better than that. If this day and age, there's no excuse. It's, if, if this scenario was 100% true, and he did have a, a, a friendship with Bigfoot, and he could leave things at this quote-unquote gifting rock, why don't you have better evidence? Why, Casey? Well, he's shy. He's too smart. He knows what technology is. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. You're a fucking liar, or you're just dumb, because what ends up happening is either somebody's fucking with you, which is a good chance, and or some another animal's eating the food. And then maybe, maybe just by some weird chance, another animal picked up like some random sticks or some shit. And he's like, look, he tried to make a symbol. And that's your handcrafted uh, bullshit. Fuck off, Casey. Come on. Still have yet to see any evidence. Any evidence that I would say, huh, maybe uh, in regards to Bigfoot. Bigfoot is the biggest scam there is. And the fact that people get funding in order to look for Bigfoot is a fucking joke. <laughs> it's a joke. Listen, if you believe in Bigfoot, let me know if you have better evidence because I haven't seen shit. Maybe you have a story that you encountered Bigfoot. Maybe you have a physical relationship. I don't know. You're trying to make little Bigfoot babies, okay? Gonna call them Littlefoots, okay? Whatever it is, let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. You can stay anonymous if you want. Maybe you have a family member that that had an encounter with Bigfoot and you swear it's true. Let me know because I every time I see a fucking bullshit Bigfoot story, well, I you I just said it. It's bullshit. That's all I can think of. Come on, please. I wanna believe. I'm like Fox Mulder in X-Files. I want to believe, but I have seen garbage for evidence. Garbage. So ridiculous. But it kind of reminds me, there is this TikTok thing that was, this lady got millions and millions of views because she was saying that her walls were bleeding in her house. And people are like, oh my God, sweet Jesus. They're like, you know, doing signs of the cross as they're fucking watching her video. They're like, it, it's... You probably have a poltergeist or something like that. Now, there was a few people on there commenting and be like that there's you probably have, you know, it's probably rust or something else from behind the walls. But people are just so fucking gullible or people just are so desperate to believe into something like that 
that they just fall for it and they just jump forward without even thinking. And guess what ended up happening? I believe it was rusty pipes. <laughs> it was it was the rust because she had this stuff, this this substance that looked like blood dripping from her walls. Do you think she paid to get it tested? No. Do you think she called the police because maybe it could be like something deceased behind her walls? No, no, because she knew it was bullshit. She knew it was bullshit, but she knew it was going to get her a bunch of clicks because there's a bunch of fucking idiots out there that believed it. Sorry if you're one of those people. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, I just called you a fucking idiot. My bad. (laughs) Anyway, hey, I got more headlines coming your way. But first, root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if the if a safety is scored on a Sunday. I hardly was able to get that word out. I was like, <laughs> So root for chaos and win money with Superbook this fall. Download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. The Great Outdoors is even greater at the Blake Street Tavern. Check out our 250-seat beer garden with the 6x10 big screen. Football never looks so good. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. This would piss me off, especially if you're like a kid that was really trying to you know, I hate to say it. You're trying to impress your parents and be like, listen, I'm not a, I'm not a dumbass, daddy. I, you know, applied for Northeastern School of Law and they gave me an acceptance letter. Yeah. So apparently Northeastern School of Law just totally fucking disappointed 205 applicants by accidentally sending them acceptance letters. How fucking annoying. What a mind fuck. And, and to be honest, possible lawsuit, uh, uh, you know, somebody could have, this is, that's going to throw somebody into a big spiral of depression, I imagine. And I know that it's like, you know, people frown on that shit, but that's, that's a major roller coaster of emotions in your life. This is what the school said. Due to a technical error, 205 current applicants to the School of Law received an, an, an erroneous email notifying them of their acceptance into next year's class. That's what Northeastern sent out. The school also said that there was an email that was sent out to 3,930 applicants who had applied a year ago. And they too ended up getting a follow-up email later in the day saying, ah, we fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up. Sorry, mama Ed. Please don't sue us. Because I'm sure, I'm sure you can cause, uh, say that there's emotional distress. Listen, I don't agree with it. People make mistakes. Computers make mistakes. People, Whatever. I, I think it's like one of those things like, ah, oh, that's fucked up. Oh, my God. I'm just going to go take a couple shots, <laughs> like pound some uh, whiskey or whatever to deal with that shit but, and move on. But I'm sure some people won't be able to do that, and they're going to just be distraught over this uh, roller coaster, like I keep saying. So it's fucked up. I get it, but man, <laughs> I'd be so I'd be so pissed, Daddy. 
You said I don't gonna amount to nothing. Well, I got myself into Northeastern School of Law. I'm gonna be a lawyer, Daddy. Then, you know, 20 minutes later. Ah, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Damn it. Anyway, I it's fucked up, but I know somebody's going to try to sue them. I, I, I would almost bet money on it, but I don't think they should. But I can see it happening. I can see it happening. So uh, kind of looking at the Denver Broncos real quick, and I just was looking around. I'm like, God, Russell Wilson, he's all banged up. And, and we've been talking about that, how bad the offensive line has been. It's freaking awful. This is how awful it is. They're five games in, right? He has been sacked 16 times already. He's on pace to be sacked 54 times. That's ridiculous. The most Russell Wilson has ever been sacked in his career was 51 times, which is a joke. That's crazy amount. Back in 2018. And now you the, the offensive line was trash. As I said in a tweet earlier this week, the Broncos offensive line is a wet pile of shit. Now you add on the Garrett Bowles injury. I mean, it's ridiculous. Russell Wilson should get a sponsorship with some sort of bubble wrap or, or something like that. <laughs> something, something. Because that dude, it doesn't, is, I guess, and I said this before, a, a way you can defend his performance is because he's constantly under pressure. He is not being protected. That's the offensive line's job is to protect the quarterback. And they're not doing it. So Russell's running for his life. Could you imagine what he'd be like if he actually had good protection? Guess what, guys? It's not going to happen this year. And like I said before, it, it's it, it's very grim on the horizon. There is no it it. Uh, I don't know how you can be positive about this unless something weird happens. But I do not see the Denver Broncos having a winning record this year. And that pains me to say, I thought that they were going to beat the Chiefs this year. I, I honestly did. I don't see that happening. It could happen. It could. But it's not likely. And here's, here's another thing that I want to address. It's a very popular thing to do right now on social media. If you have any sort of critiques of your team, let's say the Denver Broncos, you're automatically put in this category by some as a fair weather fan. And I call bullshit on that. If you critique your team because they are honestly playing like trash, all you are is an honest fan who demands greatness from your team. What's wrong with that? What the fuck is wrong with that? What bothers me more uh, about a fan base is the people that are too oblivious and too afraid to speak the truth. The truth is your team sucks and they need to get better. Why can't you say that? Are you afraid to say the truth? Because you think that they're going to find out and you're not going to be allowed to go to a game? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why, why does it fucking matter if you tell the truth? If your team sucks, they suck. They can get better. 
it's like at your job. If you suck at your job, you need somebody to tell you, hey, now that being said, it's not going to be as harsh as it is in this situation, but at your job, if you're not doing well, you're a poor performer, you need to be evaluated. You're, you're not meeting expectations right now. How can we fix this? We have to fix this. Problem is right now with the Broncos, it's clear across the board, it seems like, at least on the offensive side and on most of the coaching, that things need to be fixed. There's a lot of problems. How can they fix them? I'm not mad at any Denver Bronco fan that is sitting there going, the, the Broncos should be better. Why would I be upset about that? They're just speaking the truth. It bugs me more when people are afraid or so delusional that they refuse to say there's anything wrong with the Broncos. That's a problem. Get the Broncos cock out of your mouth. Why? Why do you have it in there? Spit it out. You don't need to be doing that. Right? I'm not wrong on that. You don't need to be guzzling. Guzzling that Bronco cock, man. Yeah, it's delicious. Mm. It's okay to say that your team is struggling. It's okay to demand a better performance. There's nothing wrong with that. You can't call people fair-weather fans because they expect more out of their favorite football team or their favorite basketball team or whatever. You can't do that. That's ridiculous. If anything, I look at those fans that are sitting there critiquing their favorite team, breaking it down. You know, this is the problem with the offensive line. This is this. I'm seeing this. Seems to me they're a little bit more educated. Maybe that's why you keep calling them fair weather fans. Is that it? It's okay to tell the truth. I think it, it's ridiculous right now. We're, we're kind of a fan base that's divided. There's a lot of people that are just refusing to admit that there's anything really wrong with the Broncos and, and are afraid to, to voice their opinions of, of frustration. And then you got the other side of it, and people are just like, um, they're exhausted. They're like, really? Why is this happening? Russell Wilson, you're, you're stealing money, man. You're not playing up to expectations. Nathaniel Hackett, what the fuck, man? You're not coaching up to expectations. Now, we'll say this. I put out a Twitter poll this morning. Let me bring it up real quick. This is the Twitter poll I put out there. Who are you most frustrated with, Broncos country? Russell Wilson or Nathaniel Hackett? It's pretty fucking close. 52.9% say Russell Wilson. 47.1% say Nathaniel Hackett. That's right around 300 votes as of right now. It's pretty close. And then some people brought up, they're like, why didn't you put Melvin Gordon on there? I was like, I thought about it. I figured the two hottest names right now were those two, Wilson and Hackett. I can't really bag on Hackett that much because he's a rookie head coach. We're only five games into the season. Russell Wilson is a a seasoned veteran. But that being said, he's on pace to get sacked 54 times so jesus there's a lot of problems here could you honestly say what are you most frustrated with russell wilson nathaniel hackett or the offensive line i would actually vote for the offensive line 
because I think that that is a chain reaction to all this other shit. Is it a complete scapegoat for Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett? No, no, it's not. But it is adding to the equation of failure. I mean, there's so much wrong with this Broncos team. It's going to be interesting to see if they can end up pulling up their boots and going, we're going to win some games. And can they find a way to have a winning record this season? Boy, I, it just doesn't seem like that that's a possibility now. But I want them to prove me wrong. I do. I do. Prove me wrong, please. Please, God. Broncos, prove me wrong. But I think the biggest issue right now, not necessarily Russell Wilson, not necessarily Nathaniel Hackett, it's that offensive line. And I've been saying it since week one. They are not good. And now you subtract bowls, they are complete trash right now. And that's not going to get any better anytime soon. This team could get even worse by the time the season's done. And that's, that is a scary thought. Oh boy, Broncos. I love you so much, but God damn it. Why do you play with my heart so much and have an offensive line that is pure garbage? Oh boy. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends. Thanks so much. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, Blake Street Tavern, and Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.